Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Magnetic Woman Show. I'm your host, Lauren Joyce, and I wanted to do an episode all about Friday the 13th. So if you're listening to this episode live, as in the day it was released, then we are, here we are, Friday the 13th. And to me, you know, I, w- I was thinking about it earlier this week. And obviously growing up, I had heard that Friday the 13th was this scary and bad day and bad things could happen. And, you know, I mean, there's even like a fucking horror movie about it, right? And it's so fascinating to me because this date when the day of the week lines up with like the date on a cal- on the calendar it's such a microcosm for how the patriarchy has fucked over the feminine and i learned about this years ago i read this really incredible book called the return of divine sophia um and i want to say that i read this book maybe six years ago at this point. And it was one of the most profound books that I'd ever read at that point. Um, Because it was all about how the the feminine was cut out of the divine, essentially. And then thusly, why we have so much wounding around our feminine. And Again, I I learned this stuff and I have been learning this stuff for almost a decade now. And I kind of forget the things that I know not being common knowledge anymore, you know? And so Friday the 13th is this day where bad things could happen and it's supposed to be like this scary day and an unlucky day to the point where like, and it's so deeply ingrained in our culture and in our society where like, some buildings don't have the floor number 13. So I just recently read something when I was doing a little bit of research for this episode that it was like Winston Churchill wouldn't sit in the 13th row of anything, a plane, a movie theater. So there's a lot of superstition around how unlucky the number 13 is and specifically Friday the 13th. And ironically, Friday the 13th is actually one of the most potent and powerful dates for the feminine, which of course is why they said it was unlucky and bad and to be avoided. So prior to Christianity becoming the main religion in the Roman Empire, there was a lot of, um, you know, pagan uh, rituals and rites and and religions, and even prior to the Roman Empire, right? Throughout different cultures and societies, Fridays was seen as a day to honor and revere the feminine, and the number thirteen was deeply linked to the feminine and to women because the average woman who has a regular menstrual cycle has 13 menstrual cycles in a year. There's 13 moon phases in a year, right? And that's actually how they used to mark time. There, Instead of 12 months, there used to be 13 months and all the months were like 28 days. It went by the 
cycle of the moon, which is what our menstrual cycle is also deeply linked to, right? Um, temples of priestesses, covens of witches tend to have 13 members or 12 members and like the leader. And so when Christianity took over in the Roman Empire, the pagans, the women who were still pagans, would celebrate their quote-unquote Sabbath on Fridays. And again, if the Friday fell on the 13th day of the month, it was seen to have extra magical power. It was seen to be like have a very thin veil between the worlds. 13 also, again, if we think of a menstrual cycle or the moon cycle, right? 13 is like exactly the midpoint between the two like full moons or the new moons. It also is like the exact midpoint of, again, a regular, uh, quote unquote, regular menstrual cycle uh, around 28 days, right? So that would have been the time between life and death, right? So ovulation occurs around this time. So that's when your body prepares the egg to be fertilized. And if it's not fertilized, then it begins to go through the process of preparing your uterus to shed the lining for your menstrual cycle. So 13th was this midpoint between like life. So the potentiality of this egg becoming an embryo or death as in the shedding of the uterus lining, not as in the death of the embryo, if that makes sense. So when, when pagan witches or covens used to gather and celebrate, right, and do sacred rites and rituals, this is also where we get this idea of witches on a broomstick that actually comes from, or what's believed is that they would use sticks, yes, but it was a form of like sex magic rites. So they would use sticks for self-pleasuring, hence the like levitation element. So again, so much of this stuff I've learned throughout the last 10 years and I take for granted the fact that everybody doesn't know these things. And when we begin to like peel back this onion of the patriarchy or peel back the film of the patriarchy to really see like the true meaning of things or really see like the specific dates that hold a lot of power. So you also have to remember when Christianity became the religion of the Roman Empire, there were like the Romans were very religious people already. Granted, it was polytheistic, pagan, right? Many gods and goddesses. But they were a very religious people. And I learned this last summer when I was in Rome, you know. So it wasn't that this new, like, it wasn't that they had to convince the Romans to become, quote, unquote, like, religious or devout. But they did have to convince them to move away from this polytheistic, many gods and goddesses, many rites and rituals, to this like quote-unquote uniformed 
religion around that centered around one male god and his son right and so um a lot of holidays in the christian church in the catholic church um because you have to remember right like christianity became the religion of the roman empire but what what was Christianity in the 400s and whatever, like that is quote unquote Catholicism, right? Because that became the Catholic church. And then what, what um, broke off like with the Protestant Reformation is like the other sects of Christianity. So if that makes sense. Anyway, um, so in the Christian tradition and specifically the Catholic tradition, right? you'll notice dates of things being celebrated. So Christmas is December 25th. Now, was Jesus actually born in December? No. So why do we celebrate this on December 25th? Well, the winter solstice is December 21st. Now, here's the important thing to understand. These pagan holidays and rituals were on specific days related typically to like the moon cycle to the seasons, right? And it was believed that on these days, like the veil between the living and the dead, the death and rebirth, the the like us and the divine was really thin. So we could tap into our innate power and magic plus or minus three days. So again, the winter solstice was December 21st. So from December 19th through December 24th, that was seen as like a really potent and magical time specifically on the 21st. So again, plus or minus three days. So when did the Christian church make Christmas? Right outside of that window. We see the same thing for Easter, right? Um, so that goes with like the spring equinox. We see the same thing for, you know, the, uh, Isis's birthday, the Egyptian goddess is August 15th, which became the day for the Virgin Mary slash, I believe that's when her assumption is celebrated. I can't remember. So my point is that or same thing like all hallows eve has become well that's halloween but um i'm trying to think of the other examples off the top of my head so it's really really interesting right again when we peel back the film of the patriarchy it's kind of like do you guys ever remember those books i feel like it was when we were little like children's books and on the page, there would be like an illustrated picture. And then there would be this film over top of it that would have a different illustrated picture, right? And so like, it would look like one scene and you would peel the film back and you would be like, wait, but wait, the real picture is completely different. That's the motherfucking patriarchy, right? That is like all of these things that we have been taught and told our entire life. And then it's like, wait, when we peel, peel the film back, we're like, Oh, so you've told us to be terrified of this date, Friday the 13th, that bad things will happen. It's black magic, you know, stay inside, blah, blah, blah. But really it's because it was such a potent and powerful day for the feminine. Huh. 
So I really believe that the, the modern female leader is so hungry for this type of information. And we see it so much in like the quote unquote goddess movement, which I ha- take a lot of, take some issues with it. I, I think a lot of it is great. I think a lot of it is so powerful and empowering. And I think that there's a lot missing from it in terms of true feminine power and specifically embodiment. But that's a whole discussion for another day. Um, so today, Friday the 13th, what I would love for you to do instead of leaning into any outdated and patriarchal bullshit superstitions of how unlucky this day is, look at how you can tap into your own magic, to your own ability to create. What do you need to let go of and what are you trying to manifest, right? How can you tap into your creativity, your intuition? And Fridays were considered the day of Venus, the goddess of love, sensuality, sex, and pleasure, right? And so how can you, not just this Friday, but every Friday begin to really focus on love and pleasure and beauty and sensuality as a way to honor your feminine? So for me, what I really think is important for us to realize as women who are actively learning about the feminine and want to live from our feminine is that it's in the small moments, it's in the tiny shifts and tweaks that really have so much power and potency in our lives. So in the small tweak of, you know what, on Fridays, I'm going to make sure that I do one thing to focus on beauty in a way that I don't normally on it during the week. And it could be you have a specific coffee mug that you drink out of on Fridays because it's the most beautiful mug or most fine china that you own. It could be that you give yourself an hour after work, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes to honor your beauty in some way. And it's in those small moments and ritualizing things like this that we build up this reservoir of pleasure and connection to our power so that when life happens, when things knock us off or make us teeter around our ability to be connected to our power, we can instantly and more quickly drop in. So if you've liked this episode, I would be so very grateful if you left a review and gave it five stars. And honestly, I think the best thing that you could do is share this. Share this with women in your life who would find it fascinating and interesting or share it on social media and make sure to tag me. I love this platform. I love being able to turn on my microphone and give you guys really incredible content. I love doing the interviews for this podcast, and I have a few other things coming down the pipeline soon here, and I'm going to be putting a lot of energy and focus and attention here in this platform, and I would just be so grateful if you helped me share this with the world because, you know, there's a lot of information out there vying for your attention. And there's a lot of great information out there, but there's also a lot of really shitty information out there, especially when it comes to the feminine. And for a while, 
just to be completely transparent with you, I was really like angry and annoyed and frustrated and kind of defeated. Like, how am I supposed to like correct all of this bad information that's out there and available to women? And I get so many women who have hired other coaches or I mean, God forbid, have hired a man to teach them how to be in their feminine and they come to me and they feel like they've failed or they're not enough or they're like, they don't believe in coaching anymore or they doubt themselves. And, you know, it sucks and it's really, really hard to watch. And so then I just kind of realized like the best way to really counter the bad information out there is to make sure that my information gets to as many people as possible. So I would be so extremely grateful if you shared this, tag me, um, send it to a woman in your life. And if you're looking for a community, the Magnetic Woman Soiree, which is my free Facebook group, has women from all over the globe. And just the other week, I did a bunch of lives in there and assigned a bunch of homework. So there's so many women who have been posting and sharing, bragging about themselves, um, sharing their desires, what they do to really drop into pleasure every day. So I would be so happy if you joined us over there. And if you have any questions or there's anything specifically you want to see on the podcast, make sure to reach out and let me know. All right. I'll see you next time.